different place All the same with a new face With strange mysteries hanging in the air People in their sane minds Swear they see you today Are you looking for the love they took away? Everyone knows that you couldn't bear the pain Sinister greetings, my vamps and ghouls. Those fresh tunes that just hit the old eardrums is, of course, courtesy of the generous Bobby Mackey, and I'm your host, Tessa Morrow. Oh my god, it is finally October. This is my absolute favorite time of year, you guys. The leaves are changing into so many glorious colors. Horror movies are being released. Pumpkin spice lattes. Pumpkin beers. The heat has gone on vacation and now there's a nice refreshing crisp wandering about in the air. It's the most wonderful time of the year, with a little slash here and a little scream there, la 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 la. (laughs) Oh yeah, and it's my birthday month, so a lot of October babies out there. Folks, now that we are in the spooky month of October, I definitely have Halloween on the old brain. So if you recall last year, I released two bonus episodes on Halloween with several stories from so many people. I'm doing it again this year. And if you're listening and have a scary story to tell, please, please get a hold of me. I actually made a second email account. It was kind of funny because everywhere we go, you know, it's like you need an email address now. And so when I give my email address, my boyfriend kind of has to roll his eyes going, oh my God, they're running out of paper or whatever to type. It's such a long email address. So I figured that I would do a little shorter of one for people. So you can email me at paraprowl at gmail.com. That's P-A-R-A-P-R-O-W-L at gmail.com. Either write it down so I can read it, or you could record it and send it to me. Let's make this spectacular holiday a ghoulish, spine-tingling one that no one will ever forget. So, back in 2016, I was driving from North Carolina to Colorado. I found myself in Alabama, and I was supposed to stay in a motel, but found it was kind of, well, not gonna lie, gross. (laughs) So I find a beautiful place, a little more than what I wanted to spend, but it was so worth it. Enter the Tutwiler Hotel. Now, I think it goes by the name Hampton Inn and Suites Birmingham, but who the hell are we kidding? It will always be the Tutwiler, and that's what a lot of people still call it to this very day. The president of the Tennessee Coal, Iron, and Railroad Company, George Gordon Crawford, loved Birmingham, Alabama. One thing he did notice, though, was that there's no decent place for people to stay at. You know, whether it was the wealthy people, the important people, business people, there was no really nice, comfortable place to stay, no luxurious place. George was the draftsman for the famously haunted Sloss Furnaces, which is just a stone's throw away from Tutwiler, a special location where I had some phenomenal things happen. And it's worthy of a future episode. 
So George had mentioned his concern to a known real estate developer, a man named Robert Jemison Jr. Well, in 1913, a lot finally became available. And in 1914, the following year, the Tutwiler opened its doors to the public. The brochure proudly boasted about the new joint in town. The Tutwiler embodies every advanced thought that architectural ingenuity, aided by skilled labor, has so devised, consisting of 325 rooms equipped with bath or shower, fire alarms, and telephone. Named after Major Tutwiler, it sure is the place to be. Some of its well-known guests include Babe Ruth, Charles Lindbergh, Roy Rogers, First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, and so many others. Now, when it first opened its doors, you can get a room for about $1.50, $6 if you wanted a double. This place screamed glamorous and luxury. This hotel was once considered to have the largest lobby in America. Fast forward to when I find my way there. It's the end of February in 2016. And I've driven several hundred miles and was excited to just kind of relax in front of the old telly. You know, you're driving for several hours and it's like, you know, your attention is demanded. The road, you know. But, oh, it's okay to have my eyes wander now or even, dare I say, close them. So I get there and after I check in, I head to my room. The lady who helped me earlier was super friendly. I had gone down a couple times to chat with her when she wasn't busy. So one time I wanted to ask her about the residential spirits, but she was gone. You guys, she was a ghost. Just kidding. But she was gone. A man was standing there behind the counter. He was the man to actually talk to. He was the manager. So I let him know that I'm interested in learning a bit more about the paranormal happenings that occur here at the Tut and how I've been investigating the paranormal and supernatural for several years. He's just as friendly as the woman telling me, Oh, you want the sixth floor. You must have a room on the sixth floor. Well, I let him know, Oh, geez, too bad. I already checked in and I'm not on the sixth floor. I think I was on like the third or fourth. I don't know. Well, he requests to see my key card. Well, okay, easy enough. So I pull it out of the little sleeve and I hand it to him. He glances at it quickly and shakes his head. Oh no, this won't do. This won't do at all. Let me change this for you. And with a few rapid taps on the old keyboard, I was upgraded to the sixth floor. I was touched. It was so very sweet of him to do this. He could have easily said, tough break, kid. But he went out of his way to do this kind act for a stranger. And several years later, I'm still very grateful for that. So something strange happens to me during my stay here. And it's just, I think, one of those things that unless you're there, it's hard to explain. I actually lost track of time. Not like a huge amount, like how people have lost, like, you know, days because of alien abductions and what have you. No, I was not abducted by aliens. But during my recordings, it would literally feel like only one minute, two minutes had gone by. But when I look at my recorder, it would show eight, nine minutes. It was such a weird thing. It was really weird. And that's not all. So I was hungry and I wanted to go down to the restaurant downstairs in the hotel. And I walk into the elevator and I push the lobby button. Now, 
At this point, I had been in the elevator several times with no incident, and I expected it for my way down this time for my meal. Well, this is hard to explain, again, (laughs) but once I push the button, it starts to go down, then it suddenly stops between floors. For at least one full minute, there was no sound, no movement, nothing. So I don't like tiny spaces, like too much. I'm not super claustrophobic, but like, you know, I've, I've chilled in caskets before with no issue, but suddenly every movie I've seen where people are stuck in elevators and things have gone wrong ran through my head. I still don't panic though. I just kind of push a button and suddenly it's in motion again. It wasn't like some crazy intense thing, but I must say that I've been on countless elevators throughout my travels and I've never had anything like this happen to me before. But it only gets weirder. That wasn't the huge crazy part. But we're in motion once again. And when I say we, it's me in the elevator. I was by myself. Almost immediately, as if somebody flips a switch, I feel extremely lightheaded and dizzy. I suddenly feel like I'm in a drunken stupor, like I've been drinking all day and night and that I can't keep my own body up. I can't walk a straight line and I have to grasp the elevator railing so I don't fall. And it was the most bizarre thing ever. I I felt perfect. I was a little kind of tired because of the trip, but I I still can't explain it. Now, remember, I'd been driving all day, so I didn't have a drop of alcohol in my body. I had snacks along the way, so it's not like I was famished and it was lack of food. I I never have had this happen to me before. And thank God it hasn't happened since because it was horrible feeling. So at this point, I'm grasping the railing for dear life. The elevator door opens and I slowly and weakly walk out. As soon as I'm out of there, I feel normal. Like, again, somebody flipped that switch and it's like, okay, you're good now. I walk to the front desk and for a second I feel sick again, but it goes away immediately. Another thing I experienced here, and many have, is the knocker. There's a resident spirit here who is known to knock on guest doors. There were many times where I was just hanging out in the room, usually on the bed, watching TV, recording sessions, nothing, no knocks. A few times I'd be in the bathroom. It seems like every single time I went into the bathroom, something happened. I was in the shower and I hear a loud knock. I grab a towel, run to the door to see if anyone is there. No one. I hadn't called for room service and I wasn't expecting anyone. So who could have been? No clue. So later on, I'm in the bathroom again and another knock. And one more time later, I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth, brushing my hair and a knock. I run to the door, open it. No one is there. I look down the hallway. Not a single guest in sight. Not an employee. Nothing. I'm utterly alone. And I believe I was visited by the well-known ghost that is the knocker that February night. So while relaxing that night in my room, which was 6.04, as I mentioned, I lost time a few times. And it was wild. When I had my radio show, I had Ghost Asylum's Doogie on. And he shared with me that while he was in Birmingham just a few short miles away at Sloss Furnaces that he had lost time as well. And it was just so weird to me. So I do a quick introduction session 
And I ask a couple questions like, you know, what's your name? How did you die? Yada, yada. Well, the first question, my recorder caught some weird pop sounds. You know, I don't know. I've gotten these in the past before and even in recent times. I don't know what exactly this pop sound is. I, I don't ever hear them with my own ears. I just hear them after I'm listening to it after the fact on the recorder. And actually, before I even started to do this whole paranormal investigating thing, and I was interested in it, and I was still really a newbie, this really seasoned gentleman who's been at it for like 30 years, he asked me, he's like, you know, you just started doing this. Have you ever heard pop sounds? And I said, no. And he's like, well, listen to your stuff because you'll hear it on recording, but you won't hear it with your own ears. And yeah, I, I get that a lot. So it's very, very interesting. When I ask how you die, a woman's voice is caught saying unintelligible words. Now, one thing I must mention is that this hotel is awesome because you cannot hear fellow guests every two seconds. And for people who travel a lot and stay at hotels and motels and inns and suites or whatever, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Because uh, for a great example is a couple weeks before this trip, I had been in New Orleans and I was live with my radio show and holy Toledo, I could hear every single laugh, scream, cry, moan, they were leaving very little to the imagination and they were going through all the emotions. And so I could hear every single thing, every single footstep, every single sound. It was just like, oh my God, this is different here at the Tutwiler. No super paper thin walls here. So it was really, really nice. And I, it's like, no, I'm not in Skid Row. I'm in a hotel in New Orleans. Woohoo! <laughs> So anyways, at the end of the session, I let it be known that I'm wrapping the session up and a raspy whisper is caught on the recorder saying, no, as if speaking under its breath. While I did not get a whole lot in the whole EVP department, I did get other things. Several times a heavy breather presented himself. Later in the evening, I did catch what sounded like a frightened child's voice saying what sounded like, Mommy, hold me, hold me. So who haunts the Tutwiler? It is believed by many that the knocker is none other than Major Tutwiler, the hotel's namesake. And apparently, so they built the location and then they did relocate somewhere else. And this used to be actually apartments. And Major Tutwiler lived in these apartments for some time. And now it's like all of a sudden, just in the middle of the night, in the morning, the most inconvenience times, it seems like there's a knocker. And besides knocking on people's doors, he's also known to hang around in the hotel restaurant's kitchen. Now, there is an incident that took place where one of the hotel employees kept getting reprimanded due to the fact that every time the bartender shift ended, the lights would be left on. Not only that, but the stove would remain on as well. Now, unlike the lights, the stove being kept on, well, that's a little more on the dangerous side. And I could totally sympathize with the person who's getting bitched and moaned at and what have you, because that would happen to me when I worked at my mom's store. I remember that there was one time when there was nobody in at all in the, in the store 
and I'm at the counter. My mom, she walks past me, goes outside to check the mail. She comes back and all of a sudden I just hear this like loud knocking. And no, it wasn't Tutwiler the knocker. It was my mom who was angry as all hell. She was just like, Tessa, what the hell? Why did you lock the door? You know, I could have been a customer. And I'm just like, Mom, I hadn't moved from my spot since you went outside like two minutes, like, you know, a minute ago. And so it's just really frustrating because here you are getting reprimanded and you didn't do anything wrong. And so that's what I call a very annoying haunting. So this apparently happens several nights in a row until one day when the manager comes in early in the morning, seeing a full course dinner prepared along with a bottle of wine and lit candles. Very romantic setting. Soon the staff made it customary, a ritual actually, where at the end of the shift they would say, good night, major, and request that he please turn the lights and stove off after he is done. And if he so pleases to please not leave a mess for the staff who have to come in the next day. Several reports continue to pour in from guests experiencing lights turning on and off by themselves. The faucets in the bathrooms often come on with no one around. And the doors, well, they seem to have a mind of their own as well. Open, shut, open, shut. So as we are coming to an ending, I wanted to share some personal experiences that people shared while staying here. One person said that they felt like they were in a horror movie and experienced doors shutting on their own. Another person was standing in the lobby checking out the brochures when suddenly something scampers across their feet. The person moves out of the way immediately, looks around, there's nothing there. It's deeply believed that this possibly was the spirit of a dog or a cat. And from the suite, the guests could hear knocking from within the actual room. And yet another guest shares that he and his girlfriend kept experiencing things that they could not explain. Their suitcases kept getting knocked over, weird unexplained sounds, and just so much more. And just a few months ago, someone experienced a scary thing. This person woke up to find a shadowy figure standing over them as they had slept. Way creepy. Kind of brings me back to the times when I wake up and see a hand hovering over me or a shadow standing in the corner. This person's mother was in the bed next to them. And the next morning, she said, hey, you woke up screaming, asking if that that was me standing over you. And it wasn't. And so really creepy stuff for sure. So after my stay in the beautiful Tutwiler, I was shocked to see that Sloss Furnaces was only a few miles away. Knowing I wouldn't be back anytime soon, I had to stop by Sloss, and I certainly was not disappointed. Again, this is for an absolute another time. While I might not have gotten a ton of EVPs here at the Tutwiler, I had other weird things happen like the knocker and the elevator experience. Have you been here before? I'd love to hear about your experiences and your encounters. Message me now at paraprowl at gmail.com. Did you enjoy this week's episode? Yes! Listen to the others, you guys. They are equally phenomenal. Haven't heard every single one yet? No need to cry. Just head on over to any of those podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podchaser, Pocket Casts, Deezer, iHeartRadio, wherever you may roam. Yeah, yeah! 
to listen to your other phantomly amazing podcasts, you'll probably find Paranormal Prowess Podcast looking in the background. This week's special city shoutouts go to Clarksville, Georgia, Bloomfield, New Jersey, Alexandria, Virginia, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Accrington, England. Thank you so much, you guys. I really do appreciate it. Don't forget to throw an email my way, sharing a spooky tale to be added to the Halloween episode. I will see you next week.